Hey, DJs, it is Monday, July 10th. Does Britney Spears now owe an apology? Pop got paid. NBA tournament craziness. Panther back from vacation. Home run derby odds. So much stuff to talk about on this light week of sports betting. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Six Panther. Panther, dude, whirlwind of a vacation, it seems. Uh, longest actual physical vacation I've ever taken. Um, I believe it was nine full days. Friday, literally packed my bag and was on the road. And we were on vacation, got back about noon. So I was gone away from my house, out of town the entire time and had an absolute blast. Quick recap. I mean, states that you visited, highlights, just quick recap. Quick recap. So, okay, so uh, I talked to you guys a lot about the playing uh, at the casino at Blue Chip up in Michigan City and, you know, the kind of the thing that we do to try and get points and whatever. But uh, that basically got the entire trip comped as far as hotel stays. So we started out Belterra Casino down in Florence, Indiana, which is kind of a eh, loosely called suburb of Cincinnati. Not really, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like really, I think this is where brothers and sisters, you know, make babies and shit. It's pretty redneck down there. Um, but fantastic casino. We cut the trip, you know, four hours down there. So the idea was we would stay the night and it only give us 11 hours to drive down to Biloxi. Got up the next morning, drove to Biloxi, Mississippi. Now, one of the things that I've heard about and wanted to check out and happened to have an opportunity to check out was a place called Bucky's, B-U-C-C-E-S. A little beavers, a little fucking mascot. Max, are you familiar with Bucky's? I am not. Oh, my God. It's a southern thing. I think it originated in Texas or Alabama or something, but it's a fucking gas station. It's a glorified gas station. They have like 100 pumps that are all full. Everybody's getting fucking gas or using it for parking or something. Um, RVs are in there. They've got everything. They got their own fudge shop. They got their own uh, nuts. They got their own barbecue. They've got shirts, T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies. You name it, they've got it. It is an absolute tourist trap. And there's nothing there. At this exit, it's backed up on both sides. It, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen for a fucking gas station. People in the South and probably some of our listeners will know what I'm talking about. That was kind of interesting, to say the least. Um, but we went down to Biloxi. I actually didn't gamble a lot down there. We did a lot of the sites. We did a shrimp boat tour. We did a uh, air boat uh, alligator tour. Got out there with the fucking alligators and stuff. Um, they'd come right up to the airboat. That was very interesting. On the shrimp boat tour, we actually caught a shark <laughs> in the net. Uh, so that that was kind of cool. Uh, on the way back, we stopped in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. There's a lot of caves and things uh, down there. So we actually did two cave tours. Uh, one was in a boat. We went uh, under underground in these uh, water caves. And then the other one was kind of a walking cave that was very interesting. Um, and then wrapped up our weekend Saturday night. We were back at the Belterra Casino in Southern Indiana. Saw Great White and Slaughter together. Great show. And uh, for the last thing that I did for this this trip, the last thing I did 
I've made the largest bet that I've ever made on a sports bet. I posted the ticket in the asylum. Guys saw, got to cheer me on, and uh, actually hit the San Diego Padres and Blake Snell in a pod in a parlay uh, plus two seventy five. Turn a hundred bucks into three seventy five, and that was a quick recap of my vacation. Couple things, couple comments. Guys know about Bucky's. Uh, Nard Dog says they stopped there in Georgia in February. Will says they've got everything under the sun. Uh, overall, listen, man, um, it, in a world where my kids are older and out of the house, uh, that, that sounds like a trip that I would like to do. I mean, uh, a lot of, I, I like a lot of activities, a lot of like, you know, uh, they're talking about going to the caves or the, or the, or the, the alligator, all the, like all that stuff sounds like fun, you know, but you can't quite do that when you got fucking little ones with you. That's when you end up in fucking scro- Scott run, Pennsylvania <laughs> on, on water slides. Uh, but sounds amazing, man. Uh, and yeah, listen, um, kudos on you fading Max Scherzer, right? You faded Max Scherzer in, in order to uh, hit that, uh, that parlay yesterday. Uh, that was a thing last season would have been blasphemous to you fading Max Scherzer this season. It's, it's a no brainer. And, uh, yeah, of course the Mets, the Mets are part of the largest uh, payout that you've had. You know, of course. Well, I had less to do with the Mets than more to do with, I don't know if anybody's paying attention and we know how much I love Shohei Otani. He is the league's MVP. But Blake Snell, right now, for the last two months, is the best pitcher in baseball, and it's not close. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty fantastic. Okay, uh, a couple a couple things real quick. First off, I talked about this on Friday. I talked about the Britney Spears uh, Wembignana story. Uh, some news has emerged about that. Panther, were you, are you familiar with the story of what happened? I am familiar with the Britney Spears accusation and what kind of – listen – We'll get into the story, but I will just, I love Britney Spears from a physical attractiveness. Didn't really care too much for her for uh, music, but there's a few screws loose here, man. So <laughs> let's yeah. get into the story. Yeah. Well, no, I talked about the story on Friday. Of course, just a quick recap of that. You know, she accused women on security detail of back, backhanding her, slapping her. She says that she tapped him on the shoulder. He says that he got grabbed by a woman. Well, she went on Instagram, demanded an apology from Wimbayana from security detail. And apparently during during dinner, like the security detail actually did go up to Britney Spears and her crew and say, hey, we apologize for, you know, any misunderstanding, blah, blah, blah. Well, the footage came out. She hit herself in the face. Uh, the falls right in line with the, she's got a few screws loose. Sounds like something Britney would do. Like, I, you know, she stays in the press for all the wrong reasons. I think we see why she had that um, guardianship over her for who knows how long um listen I, I i think she's just an absolute bombshell but man there's there is something wrong between the ears with that girl yeah totally and now uh, i guess uh should Wimbenyana demand an apology for the accusations i mean he, he should come out and demand an apology right panther um I, no i think Wimbenyama with with all the expectations i mean this guy's has got as much hoopla around him as LeBron did when he came out straight out of high school. Um, I, listen, he doesn't need to be in the media for any of this stuff that has nothing to do uh, with basketball. So keep his nose clean. Let this thing die down. It will die down. And he needs to just go out there and do better than two for 13 uh, when he's out there playing basketball. Had a better second game, so we'll say that. He had a better second game than in his first game. And, of course, being part of the Spurs organization, I'm sure he's just going to keep his mouth shut and keep going on, going on, trying to win a title in the next five years because 
Second story here. Greg Popovich just signed the richest NBA coaching deal of all time. Congrats to him. He's going to stick around for five more years to try to squeeze another title out with Wembanyama. Thoughts on that, Sex Panther? Dumbfounded. Shocked. I, I thought we were looking at the phasing out uh, of coach for the last couple of years. And I thought, you know, we, we've talked about uh, Becky Harmon. We've talked about other players uh, or coaches that might slide in. But Pop gets a big deal and a long deal. I'm not exactly sure how old he is. I want to say he's in his early 70s. Um, so I was quite stunned. Now, not to say he doesn't deserve it. He obviously seems to have all his wits about him and has, you know, his modern-day version of Tim Duncan with Wimbanyama. Um, But, yeah, I was quite shocked. I thought we were, you know, kind of getting to the end of Papa's career this it kind of stunned me, but um, we're stuck with Pop and the Spurs for five years. We'll see if he can make another run. Popovich is 74 years old, so when his contract expires, he'll be 79. That means he'll be young enough to run for president. Uh, I was going to go right there. I was going to go right there. <laughs> old white man in office, of course, of course. Listen, uh, I, I'll argue that Popovich is still one of the best coaches in the league. I think uh, my vote for best coach in the league is probably Eric Spolstra. Um, and um, I think that Pop saw the opportunity to try to make another run for a title. I think that's his whole goal. Five years, winning a title with Wembenyana in, in the next five years, if this guy is what he's supposed to be, doable, right? I think it's doable to turn this team around within the next five years. And I think that's his motivation is he wants one more title and then, you know, kind of uh, and, and say if they hit if he wins a title in year number three, I bet you he retires then. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think the five years is guaranteed if he wins a title in this next five-year span. Uh, I could go along with that. Um, and unlike the NFL or baseball, you can turn an NBA team around really fast. It's only 13 players. You only need you know three, maybe four really good players. You're building around a franchise, um, presumable rookie of the year this year so. Maybe they can get a few players, free agents or whatever, to come down to San Antonio. It's obviously a great place to live, great economy, great, you know, southern Texas. So you could probably get some people down there. Um, so we'll see how Wimbanyama does this year. And I, I'm just a big believer when you create an environment and you get players that people want to play with, you'll get free agents. You'll get people that want to go to San Antonio that maybe didn't want to go, you know, over the last two or three years. Yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, my, my instant reaction was like, man, I wish they had a, gu- a guard like DeJounte Murray out there. That would be fantastic. Uh, but blessing and a curse here, right? If you had DeJounte Murray those last few seasons, uh, maybe they wouldn't have sucked as much to be able to get the fucking number one pick to get Wimbanyana in the first place. But I would have loved to see a DeJounte Murray uh, Wimbanyana uh, mashup there in San Antonio, but they'll have to build around Wemby and figure out, as you mentioned, it becomes a destination spot now. Teams wanted to play with Tim Duncan to win titles. Teams are going to want probably play with this kid if he's if he's any good all right uh moving on real quick nba tournament has been announced panther uh did you did you see about the format do you want me to recap it for you you're gonna have to recap that i was aware that they announced it but i didn't get into the details and and all that all right it's gonna be the nba cup will claim for winning the um NBA Cup. Okay, here you go. This is a concept that's been rumbling around the league around for 15 years, Adam Silver said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, new traditions take time. Okay, what's going to happen is there's going to be uh, six five-team groups, three made up of Eastern Conference, three made up of Western Conference. So this year's group is going to be the Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons in group one. Milwaukee, New York, Miami, Washington, and Charlotte in group two. Group three will be Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Chicago, and Orlando. Group four is going to be Memphis, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Utah, and Portland. That's a shitty fucking group. Group five, Denver, LA, New Orleans, Dallas, and Houston. Group six, Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and San Antonio. Uh, to create the groups, the NBA used a World Cup-style draw process, splitting each conference into five pots. We're separated uh, by last year's regular season standings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to have this tournament that's going to go from November 3rd. Let's it's going to be November 3rd, 10th, 14th, 17th, 21st, 24th, and 28th. Combination of four Fridays and three Tuesdays. So they're just going to kind of mix this into the NBA schedule. They're not stopping the season for a tournament. They're mixing these games into the NBA schedule. They're saying they're going to avoid back-to-backs, meaning that, you know, uh, it's ne- a tournament game is not going to be on the second game of a back-to-back. But because it's in the middle of the season, it could be on the first game of a back-to-back. So, you know, those players will play in the tournament and then probably take the night off the, the second game. Uh, let's see. The winner of each group is going to advance to a knockout round along with the highest finishing team that didn't win. Uh, those teams will play quarterfinal games on December 4th and December 5th as the higher-seeded teams, with four teams to win those uh, games advancing to the semifinals on December 7th at the T-Mobile Arena, followed by the championship game on December 9th. It's going to be East and West in the finals. Um, each player is going to take home $500,000 for being on the team that wins the NBA Cup. Uh, the title game loser gets $200,000 per player. Each one that makes the semifinals, $100,000. And uh, the loser of that, $50,000. So they just try and pay play uh, pay players to to care about this fucking thing there's no stakes you don't get an automatic playoff fucking berth if you win this thing it's just about money as everything the nba does it's just about money uh, i've got a reaction but i want to hear yours first dumb just dumb i if they were to take like a break do it maybe during the all-star break shut the league down for a week maybe preseason tournament maybe but Let's take Coach Popovich, for example. This is a no-nonsense guy. Your quest for a title, Steve Kerr, you know, Eric Polstra, these guys that are quest for a title are not going to put their stars out there for a stupid little tournament to get, you know, some money for the NBA, get some sponsor. I, I think it's dumb. Entertainment value, maybe. You get the young kids to watch it. But it does nothing for the league and it does nothing for the players. I don't like it. I mean, they, it's gonna they're they're trying to get, they're gonna try to make the NBA Cup mean something. I don't think it's gonna mean anything, you know, anything compared to like an NBA championship. So I don't think players are gonna care as much. But maybe down the road, maybe down the road the NBA Cup becomes something that fucking players really care about. I don't fucking know. At this point in the time, it's yeah, I agree with you. It seems fucking stupid. Um, it's unclear from this article, by the way. I was reading this over at ESPN. Give credit where credit's due. I read that verbatim, so don't sue me, ESPN, please. I don't have any money for you. Um, the uh, the thing that wasn't clear to me is I don't know if these games count as regular season games as well. I mean, we're not tacking on an additional five, six games or whatever uh, into like. The 82, you know, the, the, these like wins losses just matter towards the NBA season as well. Like that was unclear to me. I don't think they do. I just think it's something that they're doing, but um, 
And that's the other thing. I don't think with the, the, the contracts that these guys have and everything, I don't think they're going to put a season at risk and all the spiffs and incentives they get for an in-season. Yeah, 500000 is nice, but only one team's going to get that. I don't think they're going to care enough to put their best foot forward. I don't see it being a thing. So that's my take on it. I did get clarity. The tournament games will count towards the 82-game schedule for the regular season. And only the two teams that reach the midseason tournament final will end up playing 83 games. So it does count. Only only the two teams that win, you know, go to go for the cup will end up playing the 83 games. So, um, well, there you go. Uh, see a quick, uh, quick Bing search. I was a Google search, whatever the fuck is, whatever browser I'm in. I don't even know anymore. I've got multiple fucking browsers going. Uh, quick internet search says that, yeah, it's going to count towards the 82 games. So. Maybe uh, maybe less stupid. That's still stupid. All right, quick break. We talked a lot in this first half. We're going to talk uh, home run derby in the second half. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc this is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design the kind of experience you can only find in a lexus suv a feeling this empowering is invite only fortunately you're invited Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
All right, we're back, Panther. I'm going to give you a quick primer of the players involved in the Home Run Derby, and then from there we can look at the first-round matchups and the odds on that, and then we can also bet on the outright winners. I'll run down the list of players involved, some you might know of, some you might not, but you're a fantasy baseball guy, so once I say the names, hey, maybe I can turn this into a game. Okay, I'm going to turn this into a game, Panther. I On the spot, I'm going to turn this into a game. I'm going to ask, I'm going to say the player's name. you got to tell me... Uh, the team. You got to tell me the team oh. that they're on, okay? Easy peasy. Okay. Pete Alonso. Metropolitans. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Blue Jays. Lewis Robert Jr. Uh, he's a he's a Black Sox. All right. Julio Rodriguez. Uh, Minesweepers. Adolis Garcia. I love Adolis Garcia. He's a Ranger. He's on my fantasy team. Randy Arizarina. Rays. Mookie Betts. Dodgers. Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman's in this? Uh, I believe he's with the Anaheim Angels. You are incorrect. You, you did oh, he's an good. Oriole. He is an he's Oriole. He's an Oriole. All right. All right. So, of course, yeah. All right. So, quick statistics. Pete Alonso, two-time reigning champion uh, heading into this thing. He's got 26 home runs this year. Vlad Guerrero Jr. has 13 home runs this year. Uh, Robert Jr.'s got 26 home runs tied with uh, Mr. Alonzo there. And also Mookie Betts has 26 home runs. Julio Rodriguez has 13 homers. Adalas Garcia has 23 homers. Uh, Adley Rushman has 12 homers. And Randy Arizarina, I don't have his home run totals. I think it was in the 20s, though. I'm going to pull that up real quick. So as I pull up his statistics right now and we go from there, I'll go through these first round uh, matchups with us, and then we can get the odds on that. He has 16 home runs this year, Arizona, so it wasn't, wasn't quite 20. Okay, first round matchups here for you. Adolis Garcia versus Randy Arizarina. Uh, Garcia minus 140, Arizarina plus 115. Uh, I actually do like Garcia here in this matchup. Yeah, me too. I'm going to eat a little chalk here, so I'll do the minus 140 with you on Adolis Garcia. Next up, Lewis Robert versus Adley Rutschman. Robert, minus 215. Adley Rutschman, plus 175. As I mentioned, uh, Lewis Robert Jr. crushing the ball. 26 home runs this year. More than double of what Rutschman has. Do you think Rutschman pulls the upset in round one, Panther? Um, probably not, but I think the value has to be Rutschman. I'm not eating minus 200 White Sox players. So I think I'd probably jump on Rutschman just from a value perspective. Yeah. Same boat here. I think the value is on Rutschman. I do think Robert wins that first round matchup. Maybe, maybe like kills it in the first round and then fades later on, but we'll get into that. All right. Pete Alonso versus Julio Rodriguez. This is, this is probably the most intri intriguing matchup I feel because Rodriguez got the home field advantage. This being in Seattle, Pete Alonso, two time reigning champion is minus 170 up against Julio Rodriguez is plus 140. I'm going to cut you off right here. All the value on Rodriguez. Um, values on Rodriguez. I, you know, three beating, is going to be really, really tough. But Alonzo shows up for these. This is this is the event is made for Pete Alonzo. Uh, I'd like me some Pete Alonzo here. Probably eat the chalk. All right, so we're disagreement in that one. Listen, uh, the Mets need something good for this season, and maybe Pete Alonzo fucking winning the 
three-time fucking home run derby is what's going to be the shining fucking spot for this fucking team. <laughs> All right. Last matchup, Vlad Guerrero Jr., minus 210, Mookie Betts, plus 170. A little disrespect to fucking Mookie Betts here. I'm going to take the plus 170 on Mookie Betts. I know Vlad's your guy, and he's also made for these types of events, but he hasn't been crushing the ball this year. I would I would venture to say that he's a little banged up. I don't think Vlad's got his fucking head, head in the game. I'm going to take a value shot on Mookie Betts here. Yeah, and like you maybe got to wonder if how much either one of these players care about being this fan. I, I do agree with you. I think Vlad maybe is banged up a little bit. And Mookie, he's been the benefactor of some smaller venues and, you know, Coors Field. He's got a few there as well. I think Mookie will do well. From a value perspective, I think I'm jumping on Mookie Betts here. All right. Now we're going to get into the outright winners. I'm going to run down this list from, uh, you know, best, you know, biggest plus line to lowest. Okay. Andy Rutschman plus 1700. Mookie Betts plus 1000. Randy Arizarina plus 950. Adalas Garcia plus 650. Julio Rodriguez plus 550. Luis Robert Jr. plus 500. Vlad Guerrero Jr. plus 350. Pete Alonso plus 300. I ran through that quickly. Any any of those names that interest you, and uh, who do you think's gonna who do you think's going to win? And any of those names interest you from a value standpoint? Uh, Mookie Betts definitely from a value standpoint, and I'm very very high on Adalas Garcia. I I probably would be taking a flyer on Garcia here. Those are two good payouts, plus six fifty, plus one thousand. I love that Mookie Betts one plus one thousand. I'm gonna lock that in with you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle some on the the hometown guy Julio Rodriguez plus five fifty. I think you know uh, I have him upsetting Pete Alonso in that first round, and if he can knock out the champ, oh man, home crowd's gonna be into it. This guy's gonna fucking uh, you know go, go all out. So I like Julio Rodriguez plus the five fifty. Mookie Betts plus the one thousand. Um, who doesn't have a chance? Does it, does it, can you say that a player doesn't have a chance to win this thing? Yeah, Rushman doesn't have a chance, and honestly. I know Lewis Roberts having a great year, but I just don't see him as a smasher like these these other guys. And I think there's too much being made of Vlad. Um, Vlad, I mean, he does well in these, but he hasn't won. And like you said, there just seems to be something off about Vlad this year. So I'm not enough value to bet Vlad, but Rushman has no chance. Okay, listen. The only reason I ask is because I want a soundbite for tomorrow in case a guy Rushman does win. It, but that's for you. I'm going to say outright Vlad Guerrero Jr. has no fucking chance to win this thing. I do not think Vlad Guerrero Jr. wins. That is the that is the hill that I'm currently dying on today. If he wins tomorrow, it's a great soundbite. I'll I'll incorporate if one of these guys wins. The one of these guys that fucking we just said has no fucking chance to fucking win this thing. If one of these guys wins, I'm gonna extract this clip and put it in tomorrow's show. <laughs> I think Rushman. I could be wrong, but I think Rushman got invited because guys like Otani and Ellie Dela Cruz was invited. He turned it. He was just like a late ad. They couldn't you know, commit. That makes total sense. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today. We have the home run derby tonight. We do have the all-star game tomorrow that we will talk about. Uh, man, not much to bet on this week. So we got some fun stuff lined up. Panther, take us home. Nothing really. But I think we're
around i then live and that just really really gets me going i just love our committed group of guys that you know wait for us and wait for you to chime in and tell them hey we're getting ready to go in so thanks guys for listening live um if you guys are betting on the home run home run derby you're some real fucking degenerates get in the discord in the asylum let us know what you're doing what you did over the weekend what you're doing tonight um and but listen when it's all said and done no matter what, make some money fools This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.